0: Yo, what's up? It's Dird, the Beta Testers, and it's June 6 2020. We've made it halfway through this insane year. We're almost there. Plus, we're a little, little under two weeks away from The Last of Us 2, and a month and a few days away from Ghost of Tsushima. We could do it, guys. We could do this. We could... We could survive and do this, and and get to play these games, and hopefully, sometime in the near future, get to see what the PS Five is going to be like. Because remember last week, I said they were supposed to—they were going to have a showcase of either the PS Five or PS Five games, something related to PS Five that isn't a controller because we we've seen a controller and they were going to have that on June 4th but the way things are in the world right now, Sony decided it's best to push that back and let other people have a voice than try to put that out there now and kind of drown out their voice for everyone else's excitement and me personally, I have no problem with it it's cool what they did, I'm happy with what they did I'll be happy to see some PS5 stuff, but I can wait, you know. Still PS4 games to play. And I started up Last of Us, the first one. Technically, I want to say it's my first time playing it. I played it before, but I didn't beat it. And I didn't play it for too long, because when I first started playing it, I used to get real bad motion sickness for some odd reason. It's not like the game has... Severe motion blur like, uh, what's that game? Uh, We were just talking about yesterday. Uh, Dead Island. Oh, Dead Island, hands down, the worst game if you have motion sickness. Because of the ungodly amount of motion blur they decide to put in a game where you're not even moving at insane speeds. You're on foot. When my character turns left and right, my screen shouldn't go berserk. But, besides that, you know, not here to talk about Dead Island, even though, like, <clears throat> that just reminded me that Dead Island 2 or something was supposed to come out, like, 30 years ago? Who knows? A game. Like, yeah, it would never be good un- until they deal with their overuse of motion blur. Trying to get people sick. These games start off with these um, warnings, like, oh, it's... Uh, the lights may cause epilepsy in, in some people, so caution. It's like, no, our games have features in them that will make people horribly sick and not want to play our game. And we can prevent this, but we like adding motion blur for aesthetic reasons. Motion blur is not a cool aesthetic, especially when you're not playing a game in a vehicle where you're traveling at ridiculously high speeds. Alright, it's not cool. Not a cool aesthetic, just, just stop. But besides that, got some Last of Us 2 news and Ghosts of Tsushima. Boat which are about to drop soon. What else is dropping soon? I it's oh, just so much going on in the world. Keep losing track of what I'm expecting game wise to drop or t wise. I started watching what's this called Space Force with Steve Carell. The first episode it's pretty it's pretty cool so far. It took me a while to realize that um, his wife is is a actress who played Phoebe in Friends. She looks so so different, and I didn't really watch Friends, so, so like I've seen her constantly, but she just looks so different now. And Steve Carell's like, uh, Despicable Me, Steve Carell. I was kinda hoping it was, you would be more like, uh, The Office, Michael Scott, Steve Carell. But, I like Despicable Me, so, I'll take it. It's good so far. So, yeah. What happened this week? PS5 announcement got postponed. Smart move by Sony, but, oh. And then... Game Freak, not Nintendo. Game Freak, they're part of Nintendo, but they dropped a, a new trailer for Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion. <sighs> Get into that. The Outer Worlds, we have some info on Outer Worlds on the Switch, how it runs, and to save you some time, myself some time, because I don't even want to, like, I was I was looking forward to this on the Switch for so long. Because I figured, why not get all the good multi-plat single-player games that are coming to the Switch on the Switch? You know, like, Divinity 2. That runs good on the Switch. Uh, um, what's that game called? Hollow Knight. That runs good on the Switch. Uh, Dead Cells, you know. A lot of these single-player games that I could be playing when I'm chill... Anywhere not tethered to a TV, I'll get if they're coming on a switch, I'll get them on a switch. The outer worlds, uh, the performance looks like it's gonna be an issue. I'll give it some time, see if there's gonna be like some patches to like help deal with it. But at this point, I'm, it's not what I expected, and I don't even feel like getting out of PS4 because. I was looking forward to so much on the Switch, like, I'll, I'll just get something else. Yeah. You know, speaking of, where the hell is Pillars of Eternity 2 for a Switch? Come on, guys. Give me some info. I just want to know, like, what's it going to look like? So, um, Cuphead DLC, that's been announced how many years ago, and still waiting to hear about that. I was gonna talk about the Borderlands Three, maybe we'll see. We'll see how today goes. Borderlands Three, um, new DLC that's coming sometime soon. I forgot the name of it. I'll I'll remember it by the end of the podcast. Uh, but I was gonna talk a little bit about Borderlands Three DLCs. And event quest versus Borderlands 3 main story. Which in my opinion is like two different. They don't feel like they they don't feel like they should coexist, if that makes sense. So like, one is just so much better than the other in terms of overall quality. But yeah. First I one to focus on the Last of Us 2, because that's coming out in a couple weeks, and then Ghost of Tsushima, because that's coming out in a month, and I've been looking forward to those games for a while. Now, just to backtrack a bit, the main reason I didn't play The Last of Us is because I didn't get a PS3. For some reason, that generation, I decided, well no, that generation, I went to PC. I was playing a lot of PC games, especially MMOs. So I was playing a lot of PC games, like World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XI. Uh, then League of Legends when that came out. Uh, what's that? Uh, Those are the MMOs. Um, One Wonder, Wonder of Warhammer MMOs. I can't remember what it's called. But I'll see a lot of MMOs and. So, if I was getting out of games, I just get it on PC and then came to a point where I just started realizing that world of Warcraft is uh, what's the word? What's a good word to use? Mundane mon- boring monotony, like it's it was it's just like come log on, stand in Mar for like six hours, run between the bank and the auction house. and I was like, yeah, wait for a raid and do the raid and. Pull, carry like three people because they're not carrying their own weight, and then log off, and it's like, oh, it's not fun anymore. (laughs) PVP wasn't fun after they killed world PVP. In my opinion, world PVP was where it was at. You know, then this instant PVP was just like, okay, everyone's just gonna stand up in Ogma, queuing up for battlegrounds. No one's gonna be out in the world, so world PVP just like just slowly just poof vanished. But Besides that, yeah, so I was playing mostly on PC. Didn't get an Xbox three sixty or PS three. And then when I started to fall out of love with MMOs and while a lot of my friends, my brothers included, had three sixty. And I wanted to play Battlefield with them, Battlefield Three to be specific. So it's like you know what? I get three sixty, play Battlefield three. And that was pretty much the main and only reason I got PS I mean PS3. I got a 360. And like games like Borderlands. I had Borderlands on PC. So I got 360 bought on 360 again because I love Borderlands. And yeah. Just play Battlefield 3, play some other games. I bought one of the Call of Duties and Final Fantasy 13. The one with Lightning. Or light or whatever. The, the 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 extremely linear one. I bought a Call of Duty and that at the same because some of my friends were playing Call of Duty. I put on the Call of Duty to play with them. <clears throat> and it's just like within a couple days I'm like, yeah, this game is not for me. It's it's cool, sorry, Arcadey, but it's not for me. I don't I don't care for the Arcade shooter. So returned that. Started playing Final Fantasy. Got to like the second disc, and like this game is this game is boring. The combat's boring. The story's boring. the Exploration is non-existent. It's just like a straight line: A to B, A to B, A to B, A to B. If you see little deviations, like the deviation is so m- minuscule, it's not even a deviation. It's just like it's pretty much on your way to B. So return that, and then. Oh, The Lands 2 came out. Got that. Never got a PS3. And then got a PS4. And it ported Last of Us to it. But started playing a whole bunch of other games on PS4. And then eventually got Last of Us. But I got The Last of Us when something else came out. So I was playing that something else at the time. Can't remember what it was. And it's like, you know what? Now it's a perfect time to just play it. It's going to take like, what, 20, 25 hours to beat the whole story. And I got two weeks till part two comes out. So beat it now. Have the story fresh in my head. Perfect. You know, better late than never, right? Right. I'm right. You know I'm right. But yeah. The Last of Us 2. Uh, It looks so good. Like, ridiculous. Not, I'm not even talking about... Graphic-wise, I don't I don't care for graphics. The combat animation they showed, like I I I watched the the Ghost of Tsushima, um State of Play, I think that's what it's called, it's the State of Play for Ghost of Tsushima first, and like I was I was impressed with the combat animations that they showed for both for the samurai and the ghost. But, but then When I watched The Last of Us 2, Part 2, State of Play, I was like, not to compare the two games, because they're they're two different games in two different lanes, but when I saw The Last of Us 2, I was like, this is so much more polished, and it just looks so much grittier and and so much more raw than the Ghost of Tsushima one. Not that the Ghost of Tsushima isn't doesn't look good. Just the, the one, the the animation for the, in the combat in Last of Us Two, it just looks so, so well done. Like my favorite game from PS Four so far, single player wise is probably overall is probably um, Horizon Zero Dawn, and even that game's a lot of uh, long distance. Combat like range weapons. You don't know, really melee too much. In my opinion, that's probably like some of the best range combat I've played until until Monster Hunter World came out. Because when I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm like this this game is just making me want a Monster Hunter on PS4, and I got my wish. But that, that that's some of the best range. Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the best range combat in a single player experience that I've I've ever had. Like the game, the game is, in my opinion, a ten. Story wise, exploration wise, I think everything about that that game was straight up a ten. And right now, Last of Us combat there's there's range in it, but like the close range combat, the dodging attacks and countering oh, it looks. It looks so good. And. Again I played the first one. Not too much. Not too little. But I played a a decent chunk of the first one. To like. Know the mechanics of the game. How. How you could actually move and interact with the world. In the game. So. There's that. But. The new. Uh mechanics they've shown to like travel around the world they look pretty good and then those the new, some of the new enemies like that the the guard dogs that could sniff you out that that just looks, sounds terrifying not looks terrifying, it sounds terrifying and then they, they were talking about um I think they said two, they're like two new big infected mobs I think one was like shamblers they're like heavily armored, infected. And that, <laughs> that that right there just sounds like nightmare-inducing. And then they said, oh, there's another one that we're going to keep secret for now. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> just had to shit out, pants when we experienced it ourselves. I don't mind, you know. And for people who like to cry, spoilers. Like, you know? One thing I really did like is the what that they showed. I think it was about it was a twenty minute state of the play. But I think thirty uh ten was dedicated to like showing off new features, the new fa- some of the factions, the combat, traversing the the world, and then the weapon workbench. That was like next to the combat animations, the weapon workbench was another thing that really got my interest. Like the way you modify your weapon and actually physically see the weapon change. Because one of my biggest gripes for games, especially JRPGs, was like, you get upgrades for your character, whether it be gear or... For the most part, it's not weapons, but like you get gear and accessories and... You just don't see it on your character. It's like ugh, I hate that so much, but to see the changes on your weapon, that's it's not it's not groundbreaking, but I I like stuff like that. You know, I hate playing a game for fifty, sixty, however hours, many hours, and it's just like staring at the same thing from start to end. But yeah, you know, the game looks good. The the story looks very, or seems very dark from what, from what they've shown. The, when I say the story looks dark, it's like, they didn't shy away from the gruesomeness of the conflict between your character and the, uh, the various other factions, with you and each other. It's just like it didn't, they didn't stray away from showing the darker side of humanity in in this situation where a lot of games would kind of like the story would be the story should be dark but they will show it in a not lighter way, they'll just not show it so it doesn't give you that feel of, of the game being dark like how do I explain this? Like when I play the newer Resident Evils, I'll say let's say not even not the new ones. I think it was like Resident Evil Four. That was on everything at this point. But Resident Evil Four, compared for me personally, my opinion, compared to like Resident Evil Nemesis, Resident Evil Four wasn't much of a scary game. For me personally, the, the the only thing that made the game kind of scary was I felt like I was fighting the controls and not the enemies. Like the the stiffness in in your movement is what made you feel like shit was scary. It's like it's not scary. It's just that like you're struggling to turn your character because it's like this overhead camera just felt so stiff, and then aiming felt so stiff rigid and stiff but yeah besides the point it's like they use they use stuff that aren't part of storytelling to help them paint this picture of how scary a horror game is or how dark this dark story is Stuff like that, but yeah, whatever. You know, I'm pretty sure you get what I'm trying to say. It's like the 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 storytelling outside of the story is seems to be pretty well done. It it might make a little more sense when I talk about Ghost of Tsushima because that game reminded me of something that not too many open world games do. So you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna just. I'm just going straight to Tsushima, because, personally, that one's the one I'm more excited about. Someone who liked, who loved, Tenchu, back in the day. To have finally have a, a game. Uh, even though you, I, I guess you could say, um, what's that one called? Frick, I can't remember it. <laughs> ah, the name is on the top of my head. I know it, but. I just can't re- remember it at the moment. It's from FromSoft. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I would say it's probably like the closest we've been to like a Tenchu at this point. But Ghost of seems like it's the closest closest that we'll be to Tenchu at this point. Or in two months. In a month. Not two months. A month and like a week. Uh, I can't wait for that game. But yeah. So they they started off their state of play with like this. Um, they were talking about like exploration is not like what is exploration in in an open world g- game without curiosity, and like that's one of the, that's like one of the first things that that really struck a chord in me because. I've played quite a handful of open-world games, and in my opinion, the exploration is where a lot of these open-world games instantly fail. Like, uh, let's take um, Elder Scrolls or the Fallout games, for example, right? Some people will argue, "Oh, this Elder Scrolls isn't this um like Skyrim isn't all that good, or what, whatever they want to say." Um, f- for now, I'm just talking about the exploration. <laughs> the exploration of in in the in the Elder Scroll and Fallout games, going all the way back to like Morrowind, um, What's the other one? Fallout Three, you know. Even in Vegas, even though, from in my opinion, Vegas exploration was kind of on the meh side, but still, overall, like so in Fallout and Elder Scrolls, something Bethesda has really done well is give you a sense of a world when you're exploring outside of your main path. It's like when you go to when you see something in Fallout, for one, the building looks, in, the, the, the location looks interesting. And then two, there's like, there's all this passive storytelling that's not like part of the main story. It's just storytelling that builds the world up. Like you'll find remnants of someone who lived there or used to work there. You'll find stories about the the company that the building was was owned by and and then you'll find stuff about the from the people who like the raiders who in a sense inherited the building after the world collapsed or like in in elder scrolls you know when you go to a certain place it's not always the same people or same things happening in that place like you go to this this cave, and then you won't find a beacon of Meridian. But then, like, ten playthroughs later, you go to that same cave, there's that stupid beacon waiting for your ass. <laughs> it's, it's like... They do it in two different ways, in a sense. Like, in Fallout, it's more... Since Fallout... not not Fallout. In Elder Scrolls, since the world is more alive than in Fallout, you know, they use all these different factions and people coexisting different times and different places in every playthrough to like keep the world alive and fresh and in the fallout they they use all this not a lot of stuff but they use the, the like what the hell is called the, the freaking computers and all this stuff and um, holotapes and even just corpses, like a corpse laying there, like a corpse laying in a bathtub with like one hand's holding uh, a wine bottle and the other hand's holding a shotgun. Or like you see a corpse in a in a bathtub and then there's a a toaster in the bathtub as well. It's like all this storytelling of the people who used to live there. Like that that's something that those two games, in my opinion, do so well. It makes the world feel like a world and not just like a sandbox. It's just like here's a here's a big box of space and stuff. Enjoy, you know. It's like uh, a lot of people might disagree with me on this one, but like, um she, Grand Theft Auto kind of falls into the category of like not 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 all the way. It's like halfway. Like if Elder Scrolls and Skyrim exploration and and the world building are like close to a perfect 10. Uh, Grand Theft Auto games are like a 6. It's like the world feels alive and lived in because there's people and there's so much stuff. But it's just... uh, How do you say it? Sometimes it just feels like a world and... You just happen to exist in it. You're not part of it. You just feel so outside of it. I mean, yeah, they have those, um, what you call it, those events where it's like someone just got robbed or something, you can go help them. But it's like, why, why are you a criminal <laughs> going to help someone who just got robbed? I, I mean, I guess you get it. You're like, you're not a, total, a totally bad person, but... And it, it could be better. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm not saying it's it's the worst. The worst would be hmm, what game? What game have I played? I'll say is the worst. Probably the Far Cry games. The world just seems so dead. Oh, and the other game, that Square Enix game, um, Just Cause. So Far Cry and Just Cause are like a two. On, um, yeah, like a two on exploration and like world building. Like, just cause, but the only reason you explore is because, just cause, <laughs> that's pretty much all the game is, just cause. Yeah, they also show combat, and there's two, there are two sides to your character there's the samurai side, and then there's a the ghost side. If you've seen the, Introduction to the game trailer, if, like when the first tr- first two trailers they they dropped to like show us the game. If you've seen those, you you understand that you understand why there's a ghost in the samurai side. Tim. I'm not I'm not gonna spoil it for you if you haven't seen it, but yeah. So the samurai side and also both so both sides combat plays. Differently for, for both sides, like the samurai side is more of a, if you, like, if you watch any samurai movies, it's more structured combat, whereas like, like you could, when you encounter someone a- and as a samurai, you could kind of challenge them to a fight, kind of like just like in samurai movies where you got the, the one-on-one standoff, camera pans all cool and then it's like it's all about precision and conserving energy especially if you're going to fight a large group of people as a samurai you can't be like uh you can't be just out here you know wildly swinging when it's like 6 on 1 i'm 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 assuming there's probably like some kind of stamina system <laughs> but i don't think i saw that in the, the gameplay show off. if there is, I probably just missed it if there isn't, well I'm just going off of their words I'll see when I'm actually playing the game but yeah, it's like and then the attacks were just I get it, it looked, it looked like a, a samurai movie it's like, the guy swings the enemy swings he dodges, slices him and holds holds the poles after he slices him for like a good three seconds, and then you see the guy's body slowly just drop like uh, it looks it looks so good, and they also seem to be different stances, so I guess the your your stance dictates how you i guess how fast you move or the, also the kind of attacks you could use, but yeah, they showed I think they showed like two or three stances and they also showed uh, quite close to the end. I'm gonna talk about it now because it's it feels much better when you talk about the the samurai mode. They showed you this the way you a way you could play the game. It was it was like a it was called I think it was called black and white samurai mode. Was you're basically playing the game in black and white, it's like a old school samurai movie, and I'm not sure if the camera works. The same way as it does in the main game. It was like when you were, when they were showing the black and white cam- um, samurai mode and he was about to fight someone, like the way the camera was moving, it's like, just looked like you were watching a samurai movie. That's like, that's one of the things that really has me drawn to the game. It's like, it looks like you're making a samurai movie as you play the game as, at some points. And then, if you're playing as a ghost then it's more like you're making a ninja movie <laughs> which again that looks cool too <laughs> but yeah so the ghost is more the ghost is pretty much a ninja like the samurai is was like it's clean very clean animation very clean com- not clean combat but like again structured so it's more the the combat's more clean compared to like playing as a As ghosts. Because like. Samurai you're using. You're using your sword. Or katana. Whatever. It is samurai's use. Don't. At me it's a weapon. You're using your weapon. And. You're training. As a samurai. To defeat your enemy. And then ninja you're like. Or ghost. You're using. Using everything in your arsenal. You know like. Oh pocket sand. Don't stand in your face. Like. You're not, you're not fighting clean. You're just fighting to win, and you're also using stealth as ghosts. Whereas like samurai is like, I'm gonna walk up to you, and I'm gonna cut you in half. It's, it's like, so you're using your you're Using you're, in samurai, you're basically coming at them with like skill. It's like, I know I'm betting you. I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck all your boys up. And ninja is like, I'm betting you, but i to make you fear me. I'm going to hide in the shadows. I'm going to throw firecrackers to scare you guys. (laughs) Throw kunai's. Throw smoke bombs. I'm going to still kill you. You guys are going to be so shook that you don't even know where I'm coming from. You don't know who's who's coming at you. You don't know from where. You guys are going to be so shook. And it seems like... To some extent, enemies... Will fear your character. Like, when you're fighting, I guess if you... Kinda, I guess, knock their weapon out their hand or kill, just like, kill like three of the boys in front of them and they back up and stumble. They're like, ah oh, shit, fuck this, I'm out. We'll see. We'll see how, exactly how it pans out, but it seems like the enemies could... ...start to fear you in, in some sense of the word. And... Well, they showed, uh... They showed character customization? Which I I I'm pretty sure he said that when you when you um the, the gear you find isn't just aesthetic like the, the gear you wear and find kinda accent accent the the way you play. So it's gonna be gear kinda like how in a shooter game, a ghillie suit will be more geared towards someone who's playing stealthy. So the gear, I'm guessing, has stats on it that accent certain play styles. Like either being a samurai or being a, in, in ghost mode. You know, different probably different stances for the samurai. Different gadgets, techniques for the ghost. And I did see that they have charms kind of similar to Diablo 2 charms in a, in a bit. A bit. Like they they see they seem to be like little passive passive um, buffs and upgrades to certain skills and weapons or, or gadgets I guess M- more so than weapons but th- that seemed pretty cool and then you could dye your armor to almost well no, I won't, I won't say because it didn't tell you how much but you you could dye your armor to multiple different colors. So, you want to blend in? You can blend in. Want to stand out? Got you too. And then the other things they show besides the. So, they showed the. They show photo mode, Japanese voices. Like, you can't have a. You can't have a samurai ninja game and not have Japanese voices. It's like. First thing you're gonna put on. if you don't put it on, shame on you. you suck. and the the black white cyber mode, Japanese voices, and photo mode and photo mode probably it's probably the best photo mode I've seen so far. It's like they were they were controlling the wind. They're controlling the leaves flowing around. they're throwing they're controlling the the fireflies. You just seem to have so much control as to... Yeah, so back to Ghost exploration. They were showing this, um... Some of their... Their, um... Features to, in a sense, assist you or guide you into exploring this open world that they, that they have. Like, one of the things was, like, a Guiding wind, but the guiding wind is more like a, from my understanding, guiding wind is more like a, um, uh, I know, the, uh, it's more like a GPS. It's like you know, when you play GTA and you like, put a pin on a location and you get the GPS, tells you where to go, the guiding wind is kind of like that, like put a pin on a location and it, the wind will guide you toward it without putting a big yellow trail on the ground, like yeah, follow this yellow brick road and you'll get to your location. And game was pretty cool. And but then there was like they were saying how like animals could guide you in a sense. Like certain birds would alert you of locations or hidden things. Even like the fox and stuff could like guide you. So nature is gonna play a big part in exploration since a lot of games seems to be out in the wilderness. Kinda like Horizon Zero Dawn's world was a bit Yeah. Yeah, similar. And then it says something like, oh, other visual cues to like lure you to explore stuff. We'll we'll see when we get our hands on the game, because they could say stuff, but it's how you it's how you actually interact with the game and experience it that that leads you to it. And like again, last on, Horizon Zero Dawn is my favorite from, from top game from PS4 era, single player wise, probably overall, but single player wise, and like everything about the game was like a, a perfect package. The, the story was well told, the combat was amazing, the the world didn't feel too big or too small, whereas like. Every five seconds, I'm fast traveling or spending ten hours running from point A to point B. It's like one of the only games I've completely, a hundred percent the game. Even got all the trophies without without going back and like trophy hunting because I'm not. I don't care for trophy hunting. I don't care for trophies like that, but. That game, I completely, 100% got all the trophies without really trying. And it's not even like you can't can't miss some of these trophies. You obviously could, but it just so happened that the game was so good that I did everything. Except for the DLC. I played the DLC and it was short, not too short, but... Oh, the DLC was good. It was good, yeah. Anyway, back to Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping, hopefully exploring the world and traveling is going to be closer to Horizon Zero Dawn and, and less like those other open world games where it just, like, Far Cries, where you just feel like it just didn't have to be an open world game. You know, it's like, a lot of companies feel like Making the game open world is gonna make the game better, when in reality it makes the game worse because it's just so much useless stuff in the game. You seem to have so much control as to how the the world moves and reacts, so the photo you take is the photo you're trying to take. and. You know, some people don't care for stuff like that, but photo mode seems like a really cool thing. Of course, you know, the PlayStation and The Last of Us, not Last of Us. God, I keep confusing games for no reason. The PlayStation and, like, the Koso Toshima subreddits are going to be flooded with endless photo mode pictures. Half of them are going to be generic trash, and some of them are going to be like, how the hell are you doing this? And my stuff comes out like generic trash. But yeah. The, oh, the photo mode looks so good. Like I'm I'm really excited to play with the photo mode. Play the game in black and white with Japanese voices and go full on samurai ninja weeb. Cause why not? But Ghost of Tsushima comes out July 17th and Last of Us is June nineteenth. So you got you got a month. Play Last of Us 2, probably beat it, and then wait for Ghost of Tsushima, which hopefully doesn't get delayed, because I've been waiting for that for a while. Oh, man, I can't. I can't wait anymore. I want it. I want it more than I want PS5 news. I want it more than I want PS5 right now. Like I really want to PS Five, so I could retire this PS Four that has been going since year one of the PS Four generation. It's not dying, but it's time for I'm I'm due for an upgrade. <sighs> yeah, you know what? I don't I don't feel like talking about Borderlands. It's 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 not it's not even. Doesn't deserve to be spoken about right now after those two two games. I'll probably say that for next week because I'm there might be some more information on the the new DLC because they they have extended the the rise of the cartels event, which I really enjoyed, and yeah, so they extended it for a bit longer because of everything going on, and they I think they delayed the the next event or DLC, whatever's or patch, whatever's coming out soon, they delayed that. Well, I'm so happy that they delayed the the end of the Rise of the Cartels because like I just needed like one more day to finish off all the event challenges, and as soon as I logged on the next day, finished it. So yeah, that's yeah that was um that was a fun one. Compared to the main story. Ugh. It's just disgusting. But yeah. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm going to call it here for now. You know, next week we'll see. Probably some... Borderlands. Mm, what else? I don't know. Next week... Last of Us comes out... In two weeks. So... Yeah, so no? is it two weeks? Yeah, it's two weeks. So next week, it'll, I'll probably talk about Borderlands. Mm. Oh, Pokemon DLC comes out about the same time. Nintendo talk, but there really wasn't much to talk about from that. It's like, it seems like a lot of of um the open world part of the Pokemon game. A lot of returning. Pokemon, especially legendaries, it's, it's not much to talk about. I guess after playing it, there'll be something to talk about. But from what they showed, it's just it's just it's just a trailer. The second one seems like it's gonna be much bigger, so we'll see when that when that one's closer to coming out. Because I think that's one that one's like more closer to fall. So yeah, I'm called there for now. We'll see how we'll see how next week goes what I want to talk about. I don't want to commit to anything yet. Maybe just um, maybe just the, the Borderlands because that has been bothering me for a while. Some of the decision making in Borderlands. But yeah, so this is Nerd. Bay Testers. We're back. Hopefully everyone's staying safe. You know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You know, hopefully everyone's out there staying safe and back to the regular schedule. New episodes go up on Thursday. Next one's recorded Saturday. And then upload the next Thursday. So this is Nerd from Bay Testers and i catch you next week. Deuces.